Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. High school all-star games take the summer center stage this weekend in football and basketball. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Friday night, the Montana-Wyoming All-Star Basketball Series returns. The action takes place in Sheridan, Wyoming on Friday with the Montana girls playing the Wyoming girls at 5.30 and the boys game beginning at 7.30. The games in Montana will take place at the same times on Saturday night from Lockwood High School just outside of Billings. Among the studs highlighting the Montana girls roster includes former Gatorade Player of the Year Maya Hansen of Billings Central who is signed with Boise State along with future Lady Grizz, Drea Wacker of Millstone. Rocky Mountain College head coach Wes Keller will coach the Montana girls. Among the standouts highlighting the boys' roster includes Gatorade Player of the Year, Braden Cook of Class AA champion Helena Capital, future Grizz, Caden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky, and Rhett Reynolds of Shelby, plus record-setting Lodgegrass forward Damon Grovant. University of Providence men's basketball coach Steve Keller leads the boys. And finally, the 75th annual East-West Shrine Game kicks off from Memorial Stadium in Great Falls on Saturday at 7 p.m. Hamilton High School head coach Bryce Carver coaches the West. Mark Sampson, who retired after six seasons at Great Falls High and 38 seasons overall in the coaching ranks in the Treasure State, will coach his final game on Saturday as the head coach of the East. The West roster features eight future Montana Grizzlies and features eight players from Missoula alone. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Canyon River Golf Club of East Missoula. Welcome back. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Or maybe you're watching or listening on the ESPN Montana app. It's always a great time of year when you sort of get to put a close on a chapter and start anew. And we're almost done with the entire sports season, with the exception of Major League Baseball, because the NBA Finals wrapped up last night. The Stanley Cup Finals continue tonight. And from the college and high school levels, it's sort of a wrap. But that also means that it's all-star season, high school all-star games for both hoops and football highlight the weekend. The Montana-Wyoming All-Star Basketball Series continues tonight in Sheridan, Wyoming. The girls tip here in about 30 minutes, and the boys tip at 7.30. Then the games tomorrow will be at Lockwood High School. Same deal, 5.30 for the girls, 7.30 for the boys. The Montana All-Stars includes Jackson Basie of Bozeman, Ty Hughes of Bozeman, Peyton Sanders of Billings Skyview, Braden Cook of Helena Capital, Tavaeus Randall of Belgrade, Caden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky, Rhett Reynolds of Shelby, Damon Grovant of Lodgegrass, Owen Long of Three Forks, Javon Nesbitt of Freud Lake, and the head coach is Steve Keller of the University of Providence. On the girls' side, the Montana High School All-Star Girls basketball roster includes Bailey Saylor of Missoula Hellgate, Former Gatorade Player of the Year, Maya Hansen of Billings Central, who's headed to Boise State. 
Caitlin Grossman of Billings West, Brenna Lindsay of Billings Senior, Drea Wacker of Melstone, who's coming to the Lady Grizz, Callie Momberg of Box Elder, Taya Trottier of Hamilton, Madeline Hegum of Roy Winifred, Kiki Davis of Missoula Hellgate, and Sadie Phileas of Haver, the head coach for the girls' team, Wes Keller of Rocky Mountain College. So that should be fun to dive into uh, those all-star games. It's a Friday, so that means it's Friday Pie Day, presented by Front Street Pizza. Call us right now, caller number 3, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Caller number 3, you are going to get a free pizza from Front Street Pizza. You just got to call us. We'll call them. You go pick it up. Free dinner for you and the family. 406-888-1029. Caller number 3. Call right now to get a free large pizza, courtesy of Front Street Pizza. It's Friday Pie Day. We do this each Friday, so tune in every week for your opportunity to win free pizza from Front Street Pizza of Missoula. Well, it's Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. <laughs> and I am sitting here with the Montana Sportscaster of the Year. Have you told the people? I did, yeah. Okay. I, uh, you know you know how I am. I, I hate the self-congratulatory nature of our society. But I have a new spin on this. Okay. We analyze com- competition and competitors around here, and uh, we are likely, if not certainly, the most critical media outlet in Montana. Fair, certainly. We don't like have access to grind or or vendettas or not big hot take people. But like, I have an axe to grind. But like when the Grizz are losing or the Grizz aren't playing well or the Cats are losing, the Cats aren't playing well or there's bad personnel decisions or things are not going well, we criticize it for sure. And uh, all the way up to the pro levels of sports. And so my take now is that if we're going to be critical, then we have to have a championship standard too. And so now this, oh, is, look at you. this is the standard. And so I will now talk about our accomplishments, not out of, well, hopefully it's always tinged with humility, but also out of expectation. So, uh, yeah, I we expect to win these awards every year. And when we don't, that will be when we're disappointed. Well, you should be proud. And Thank everyone... You listening should give a little round of applause to our Coulter here who well, thank works you. very hard. I give him a lot of grief for being late to our recordings, but I know he's working his little booty off. So, so congrats. Well, thank you very much. Uh, you were a part of one of the reels that won us an AB Creating Award this year, so you uh, are certainly a contributing factor in all of this. Uh, to kick off my first chicken as no sports as the uh, now two-time reigning Sports broadcaster of the year. I'm wondering. I'm probably just going to get us kicked off the radio. Oh, good. Think you can say dead pecker row on the radio? I can. Okay. Well, that's the only time we're going to say it, but that's the nickname of uh, one of the uh, the uh, groups down there at Red's Bar here in Missoula. Oh. You have big fans. Do I? I went in there before the last NBA Finals game to place a bet. And uh, speaking of gambling, I would say the over-under of the, the dudes sitting along the, the trusty side of the of the uh, watering hole, probably over under 72, I'd say. Great, great. And a uh, lot of lot of feedback. Man, uh-huh. I love that chick who doesn't know sports. So you are, uh, you've reached great fame. Once that's, you get- that's better to me than winning an award, frankly. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. No question about it. So, you know, congratulations. You're famous too. Thank you all. Uh, so I have a conundrum before we get into uh, some sports stuff. Okay. I've never really been a car guy. Uh, but I've also always had pretty decent cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, in fact, never had like a beater car. Now I'm driving a beater car. Yeah. It's quite fascinating. I didn't think that it was going to be, but like the other day I pulled into the grocery store and there was two guys that played for the Grizz getting out of their trucks and they're looking at my car and it's like squeaking as I'm parking. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. Like people think I have a great job and the I just The sportscaster of the year should not be driving a beater car yeah, is well, all I'm saying. I know. So this is an interesting fold, though, because I still. I actually, I was thinking about this the other day. Cars were such a big deal of like our dad's generations. Like having a nice car when you were like in high school and in your twenties was like it, right? Like if you had a nice car, that's going to get you chicks. It's going to get you invited to the parties. Really? 
You don't. Your dad wasn't like that. No. Oh, God, my dad no. was like, you got to have a nice car. No. My dad bought a new truck every two years of his whole oh, life. Oh no, my dad drove the same car until he accidentally drove it through a wall at his condo <laughs> for fourteen years. Well, there's the famous story of my dad was such a hard worker, but his older brother was uh, the opposite of that, and he would my older my dad's older brother would always steal his cars in high school and like early college age. My dad didn't go to college, but like yeah. teens and early twenties, and uh, allegedly this is could be you know. We walked to school uphill both ways type storytelling. But allegedly, my uncle wrecked like seven of my dad's cars. Every year my dad would get a new car, my uncle would wreck it, and my dad would get another one. And So anyways, that's... uh, We need to start a GoFundMe for you to get a new car. (laughs) It seems like maybe you guys could all pitch in since... So you have teenage boys, though. Are they like adamant about what kind of car they're going to get? Well, Nick really wants a Tesla. (laughs) Keep dreaming, (laughs) Nick. So do I, buddy. He thinks that's the epitome. Um, ben, actually, we were literally just talking about because Ben said his girlfriend's dream car is a Honda Civic, which I was like, well, I like that. That's you, very yeah, nice. Yeah, that's a great practical car. Forever, yeah, yeah, good gas mileage. Um, ben, dream car, Honda <laughs> Civic. I love it. Ben, I mean, they're 15. Ben <laughs> doesn't care. He's not really a car guy. He just wants to have his license so he can get out of the house and not you know, answer to yeah. his mom. I was just thinking of this dynamic because, you know, here I am driving a beater car. I, I do think there's still a certain element left in Montana where guys take great pride oh, in trucks. Their, their trucks. Yeah. But other than that, I don't, I think that cars have become less of a status. Yeah. Well, we're going to be pretty much all cars now are pretty nice. You know what I mean? It used to be like yeah. the difference between nice and right. bad were so huge. Yeah. Now you can buy like the pretty, the standard cheap, and it's still and it's still nice. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it still costs a hundred billion dollars. Even the cheapest new car is right. like the price of what a house. I mean, used back in the day, it, it cost more money to get to have um, electric win- windows or whatever. Right, and right. now they're all that's standard. Or even the stereo system. Like, sure. If it doesn't have, I don't know. It, it, they all come standard with everything. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Sorry, I forgot. Do not disturb. Carolyn is popular. Listen, guys, when you're, you know, at this level, it just my phone just st- doesn't stop. Well, this is a perfect segue. Shigga does no sports here on ESPN Radio. Nuanas now. Uh, thanks so much for listening in on the radio or on television or on the ESPN Montana app. Uh, but. You were on your way to teach some manners the other day. Yes. So ironic that you have your phone. I know, so rude. I did. I went to the. Um, I was in the stadium club last night teaching manners to this group. You had the black on black on too, so you're I looking did. very uh, slim. High, well, sure. I was oh. more going to say like, uh, I don't know, disciplinarian. Yes, very I did. Puritan, I had, slapping I, with the rulers or something. I did. No, I taught this group of teenagers. Um, who I have to tell you, there's nothing more, and this has nothing to do with manners or anything. This is just life. There's nothing that cuts deeper than trying to talk to 14 to 16 year old girls. They just look at you like you are, and it's actually 14 to 16 year old people, humans, really? it doesn't matter, girls, boys, whatever. You talk and they just stare at you like you are the dumbest person on the planet. Yikes. And I- Even boys- so here's my perception of hanging out with young people lately. The girls seem way older than they've ever seemed when they're like in their later high school years. Mm-hmm. And the boys seem so much younger. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a whole that's that's common. I mean, boys are. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, it's it's getting more stratified. Yeah, I, I haven't know. seen a most so much of it is the physical part. You right. get these big strapping kids still, but they don't have beards and stuff. They're like seven years away from their first shave. Yeah. Well, I've been shaving for seven years by the time well, I was that's a senior not in high all. school. I mean, everyone's different, guys. Yeah, so. I haven't seen a dude with a beard like mine in high school well, in no. years. But, you had but, a beard like that in well, high for school? For sure. And that's I was, weird. I was, I was, <laughs> there was multiple, I mean, it wasn't quite like this, but like there was multiple okay. dudes at every high, I well, mean, I'm telling you, dudes that were seniors in high school in Montana, dudes that were seniors in high school, there used to be at least one Papa Thaddeus at every high school with the big oh, old yes, beard. Oh, yes, yes. Now there's none. I haven't seen a kid with even a mustache. No, I don't. But they're But all... then the girls look like they're 25. Some. I don't know. Yeah, some. It's interesting. Anyways. Okay. Anyway, it was, so a, it was so, a lovely night. So they were night. cutting through you they like were a cut, knife. It was tough. But um, I worked with this really cute gal, Aubrey, at, at the university, and we had a lot of fun because every time I'd talk... And, and then I'd turn off the microphone and walk back and we would just laugh because they were like... What were you emphasizing? Just 
table manners, dinner man, like basic etiquette. So what what, what fork is to use? What, where do you put your silverware when you're done? You put it on your plate. If you are finished with your Finish, meal, yeah. you put it sideways across the top at five o'clock. At, yeah, at five o'clock ish um, on your well, plate. Well, this is a debate though because some people say four. Well, some people there's different there's styles a, because okay. there's American and European styles, mm, so there's very different mm, styles. So mm. it, the basic thing is if your fork and knife are parallel on your plate across the top mm-hmm. or at five o'clock, four o'clock, whatever, you're done. If you're not done, you have your knife at five o'clock or across the top Mm -hmm. and your fork on the other side on the plate. You always leave them on the plate, though. You don't, after they've been used, you don't put them back on the table. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just a fun fact. So I think we need training for the servers too, though, right? Because they don't, they don't know the signals anymore. That's true. Last night, there was a little bit of that too. And I was giving the kids, you know the information and the servers definitely weren't exactly clear either. And that was something I learned. Well, I learned because I spent a lot of times with my grandparents. My mom was a stickler about that stuff. But yes, it was fun. I I enjoyed it. So if anyone would like to hire me to teach manners, call me. Well, uh, we have had a first of a kind compliment repeated three different times in the last couple days. Check who doesn't know sports. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. That is compliments about how good our studio smells. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Usually, it's the opposite comment. To be fair, I I know that I'm a stinky boy. Therefore, I have made a drastic effort. Probably my greatest insecurity in my life is being called smelly. So Excuse I'm, me. My n- brother's nickname in high school was, our last name was Kelly, Smelly Kelly. Okay. But he wasn't smelly, but well, that was just his nickname. Well, see, that's the thing is... I knew when I was like 13 years old that I was going to be uh, potentially smelly. So because you sweat I, so much. I've been a two to three shower a day guy. I'm always putting the lotion, the deodorant, all of the stuff, the yeah. beard oil. So I know I always smell good. It's like one of my number one goals in life. But to be fair, our ventilation here in the studio was not good. No. But we fixed that and we got all sorts of we good smelling things. We have all these samples from Buff City Soap in here. And it. I walked in this morning and it was a delight Buff City Soap has beard oil, soap, laundry soap, lotions. I just have this stick at my desk, and it's a lotion stick. And then nice. I just put it on my old lady hands mm. to try and moisturize and make them look less old. <laughs> um, and Father's Day is Sunday, so if you guys have forgotten or not gotten anything for your dad yet, yeah. get to Buff City Soap. There's so much great stuff for guys and gals, whoever you're shopping for. Buff City Soap is in the Northgate Plaza up by Albertsons and um, it is and it smells almost as good as this studio in the store full 12 minutes in haven't talked a dang thing about sports so what do you got all right have you seen the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix I have not I have heard from multiple people even in this office of Missoula Broadcasting Company that uh it is phenomenal. Really good movie. Our uh, our uh, whole billing department proclaimed that it was the greatest movie they've ever seen. Oh wow! <laughs> so it was great. I follow, I mean, I've, I've sort of followed it. I I'm yeah. sort of lukewarm to these like Netflix movies, but I understand that that's just the way it's going. Well, I love Adam Sandler, and he's just always been my fave. So I'm watching the we're watching the movie and the opening credits, and I'm seeing names pop up, and I see Anthony Edwards, and I think, oh. The guy from ER. Oh my gosh! I see. I knew that was going to. You be don't know about. <laughs> you don't know about Ant. He's your favorite. He's going to be your favorite. So I we, did not like his him in this movie. He was very rude. Really? Yes. That's his character. That's his they character. They had him be rude. Yes. Because he, he's like the most fun-loving, nice guy. He's so such a young. The movie little, is about a NBA recru- recruiter for the Sixers. Yep. And he is finds this guy in Spain who's mm-hmm. like a street basketball player. Yep. And he tries to bring him in and all this stuff, other stuff happens. But so he goes to the combine. Yep. And Anthony Edwards is there. I don't know if he's playing Anthony Edwards. I can't remember if, if sure. he's playing a character, but he wasn't very nice to this Interesting. Spanish man. So Anthony Edwards is uh, a phenomenon for a variety of reasons. Anthony Edwards was uh, the number one recruit in the country coming out of high school. He decided to stay home and play for Georgia. He's from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. To stay home and play for Georgia because he lost his parents and he has a little sister. And so he wanted to take care of his little sister and his grandma. So he stayed home, 
Not that it was any big to do, only because he was going to the NBA. He only was in college for about six months, and then when it was the number one. I think I remember camp. this. Yeah. And uh, we actually have a first degree of separation from Anthony Edwards because a good friend of this show and uh, former Montana State head men's basketball coach Brian Fish, he was the director of person player personnel at Georgia when Anthony Edwards was there. So basically, he was Anthony Edwards' handler. Hmm. Anthony Edwards, I don't know how he did this as like a 17 or 18 year old kid, but he has this crazy draw to pop culture icons. So Migos and Drake and LeBron James and all these guys would want to go to Georgia's practice. That was like Fish's job was being like, hey, yeah, you can come watch here, come in this store, and then they'd go kick it with Anthony Edwards. Huh. But Fish told us some of the funniest stories I've ever heard about Anthony Edwards. Like, for example, uh, Anthony Edwards didn't, he'd never been, he didn't actually grow up in Atlanta. He grew up in like a suburb of Atlanta, but uh, grew up pretty country. And he had no idea that Benihana was like a, a restaurant where you yeah. get served. He thought it was just like a community grill. So the first time he ever goes to Benihana, he brings a big old <laughs> pot, a big old Tupperware of gumbo and comes right up to the the, the teppanyaki grill and pours it on no. there and says, warm it up for me. And the guy's like, what are you doing? This is my Oh, what a cutie surface. pie. And Anthony was like, I'm sorry, man. I thought this was just like a, a community kitchen where you could come. Aww. I, one okay, of he might be I've my favorite. He was actually very good in the, all of the players. Well, he's going to be an absolute star. I mean, he's got it all. He's got How the old mil- is he now? 20, I mean, oh, 21. So he's, okay. I mean, Who does he play for? The Timberwolves. Okay. And he led him to the playoffs this year, which has been like lending a super long drive. I mean, they've been one of the worst franchises in the league forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got it all. He's got the million-dollar smile. He's very charismatic. He's got the... The swagger, so we'll see. Yeah. But it's a good movie. It's a great movie. I liked it. I mean, I Adam Sandler, I was expecting him to be like, goo, 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 and, you know, do that whole thing, but he didn't. He was uh, he he was great, so. Ticket Doesn't Know Sports, presented in part by the AC Hotel. Your chance to win a couple vouchers for some cocktails from the AC coming up here in just a little while. All right, what else you got? So, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Live Golf thing. It's all you've been talking about. Bring it. I can't wait. So, I. I have so many things about this. So, it's kind of cool. It is. And <laughs> Well, they do a draft every week. Or not every week, but for every tournament. Sure. And there's a team captain. Right, because they're playing like team style as well as individual style. Yeah, and so then they select three open team positions, and then the captain will also be one of the four players, and then right. they play team style. It just but Also individual style. Okay. Yeah, so like... Where will they be broadcasting these games? Well, that's the interesting thing. They don't have a TV deal yet. Right, so... So last week they were on the Golf Channel, but then they got cut off from the Golf Channel because the PGA Tour has the right. So the Live Tour was on until the PGA Tournament started, and then when the Canadian Open started, boom, the Live Tour is off. So... This is where I was watching with the dudes down at Reds. That's what they were watching. I know. Well, that's why I wanted to mention it, because I got to give the fans what they want, you know? Um, So... I went on the website, and it looks like you can watch on their website, mm-hmm. too. Because um, I was thinking about how they're paying these players, which I understand these are Saudi princes, and they're, yep. there's, they're paying with blood money. Yep. But, you got it. Um, but there's there's going to have to be a TV deal at some point, sure. I would imagine, for Plus this. Because how are they going to make money? Or they'll create their own. I mean, oh, yeah, this day and age, true. you can just create an app and stream it. We do it here at ESPN Montana. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Well, it looks like it could be interesting, maybe kind of re-energizing golf and something also interesting to bring up, which I don't want to get, but golf has a history of, you know, um, oppression. And so I, elitism, elitism. Well, I mean, there's people weren't, weren't a lot, certain people weren't allowed to play golf clubs or even be at a golf club. Women, especially women too. But, um, so it'll be interesting to see if this, changes that a little bit and gives it a refresh we'll see we'll certainly see i don't know if we can trust uh the anything backed by the saudi arabian emirates to be progressives when it comes to True. equality but uh all right yeah you're right it is a fascinating from this perspective though because here's what i keep saying on the show is is you can not like in fact hate where this money's coming from and you can not like and in fact hate these guys taking this money basically as mercenaries of golf and still find entertainment value in what they're doing. Right. Because the, what they're doing now is they're elevating the profile of golf, for better or worse, because now you have two opposing leagues. This is like the WWF and the NWO, right? Like mm-hmm. This is like when Hulk Hogan went rogue and became Hollywood Hulk Hogan, right? Right. Now these guys on the live tour are villains. 
what, four times a year they're going to get together for the big majors, and it's going to be PGA versus Live, and there's all this stuff. And Well, that could be kind of fun, a little totally. competition. And now there's like a bunch of smack talking going on. Like Rory McIlroy was just taking it to these guys at the U.S. Open press conference yesterday. And uh, I think it's good for golf because I think a lot of people think golf is stuffy and boring. Well, and that's now, what I mean, too. It's now like you it actually have this character It, it revives it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, she brought the heat so much this last week that we are going to keep on rolling, but we got to pay some bills first. Stay tuned. Your opportunity to win a couple craft cocktails from the AC Hotel, plus a bunch more laughs. Nuan is now live from the Gray Wolf Peak Casino back after this. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. High school all-star games take the summer center stage this weekend in football and basketball. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Friday night, the Montana-Wyoming All-Star Basketball Series returns. The action takes place in Sheridan, Wyoming on Friday with the Montana girls playing the Wyoming girls at 5.30 and the boys game beginning at 7.30. The games in Montana will take place at the same times on Saturday night from Lockwood High School just outside of Billings. Among the studs highlighting the Montana girls roster includes former Gatorade Player of the Year Maya Hansen of Billings Central who is signed with Boise State along with future Lady Grizz, Drea Wacker of Melstone. Rocky Mountain College head coach Wes Keller will coach the Montana girls. Among the standouts highlighting the boys' roster includes Gatorade Player of the Year, Braden Cook of Class AA champion Helena Capital, future Grizz, Caden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky, and Rhett Reynolds of Shelby, plus record-setting Lodge Grass forward Damon Grovant. University of Providence men's basketball coach Steve Keller leads the boys. And finally, the 75th annual East-West Shrine Game kicks off from Memorial Stadium in Great Falls on Saturday at 7 p.m. Hamilton High School head coach Bryce Carver coaches the West. Mark Sampson, who retired after six seasons at Great Falls High and 38 seasons overall in the coaching ranks in the Treasure State, will coach his final game on Saturday as the head coach of the East. The West roster features eight future Montana Grizzlies and features eight players from Missoula alone. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Canyon River Golf Club of East Missoula. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television, but not in the studio today because we're coming to you live from the Gray Wolf Peak Casino up here on Evero Hill. The Las House Sports Bar now open. It's open all the way until 2 a.m. So come on up here. They got free pool, free shuffleboard, free darts, a full food and drink menu, and uh, they'll have a full grand opening party up here once that golf simulator is ready to roll. But it's a great place uh, to come hang out. College World Series is going on on the TV right now. Got some U.S. Open highlights, got a replay of uh, Game 6, the final game of the NBA Finals for this year, and also the Stanley Cup Finals coming up tonight as well. It's that time of year where there's a ton of stuff going on. The Missoula Paddleheads are on the road, but you can hear the call of their first game in Kalispell, in Glacier, up there with the, playing the Glacier Rough Riders, the newest addition to the Pioneer League. So you can hear that call tonight on ESPN Radio. At the Paddlehead Stadium, the Indigenous Heritage Celebration continues. Great talent show going on down there tonight. So go uh, check that out if you need something to do if you're in the area. It should be a beautiful night in Missoula. It's a talent showcase headlined by Foreshadow, also featuring Chance Rush and Milo Taylor. So it should be a fun uh, evening of performances. And the Indigenous Heritage Celebration continues tomorrow as well with uh, a 5K fun run and walk starting at 9 a.m. down there at Ogren Park Allegiance Field. It's also a big all-star weekend for the state of Montana. The Montana-Wyoming All-Star Series continues. The games are in Sheridan, Wyoming tonight, and Lockwood, Montana tomorrow. 
girls play at 5.30 and the guys play at 7.30, respectively, uh, for that all-star basketball showdown. And then the East-West Shrine game gets going uh, at 7 p.m. from Memorial Stadium uh, there in Great Falls, Montana. So we'll be heading up to that, so we'll have some uh, reactions and some interviews out of that one as well. Our good friend Carolyn swung by, and she hung out for quite some time this week. Really funny. Chick who doesn't know sports continues. We'll get that ESPN Montana app. Great way to stream this show live or in uh, archived form. And also a great way to follow along with a lot of other different sports around the great state of Montana. Chicka doesn't know sports. Good friend Carolyn in studio on a Thursday recording for you. You're listening to it on a Friday. All right, what else you got? Do you know about Drake's little basketball league, the Sanctuary Basketball League? No. I know Drake invites a bunch of bad basketball players over to his house and then makes like and one mixtape style videos of him just dicing people. Yeah. He, you should have um, heard my brother going off about this. He saw a video of Drake. He's like, I would lock him up so bad Drake would never score on me. He, uh, I was like, you're probably not going to get invited if he can't score on you. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like the former president only playing golf with people he knows he can beat. Right. Well, um, he won. Sorry, hold on. Let me find my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. He won. Game, he, I don't even understand this. He won a, ch- a championship in his own league. Of course he did. And then he said, I did what Kobe did in game seven against the Celtics. Oh, my God. How could you ever compare yourself to Kobe when you're Drake? I, I mean, we're, we've reached this point now in society where if you have such a huge following, particularly on social media, you can create a alternate universe for yourself to live in. Right. Well, and so many famous people are doing this. Right. The saddest part is that most of our elected officials are doing this as well. <laughs> We're not going to go that route, but it's like wild that yes, I I can't even yeah. go there. Well, I don't understand. I mean, Drake j- should just do what he does and rap and and play basketball, have fun, but don't try and compare yourself to Kobe. Well, so I've been reading this new book. I'm going to say one thing about it. I'm not going to go into it because I know it's going to inflame a lot of people. But I've been reading uh, the. Rick Riley book, Rick Riley, the back page columnist for Sports Illustrated for about 40 years. And then he recently re- retired from that gig, but still does some writing. He wrote a book about Donald Trump and golf and about how everything you need to know about Donald Trump can be revealed through golf. And that's not actually a shot at the former president. To me, actually, I think you can learn almost everything you need to know about any man from playing golf because golf is all about integrity, honesty, Overcoming adversity, when things go bad, how do you get back on the horse? If you hit a terrible shot, how do you hit a better one? How do you not fall apart? Don't let your emotions get the best of you, all that stuff. Yeah. The only thing I'll say about this book, because if you want to read it, you will. If you don't want to read it and you think it's just a bunch of uh, whatever, uh, the one thing I'll say is that Donald Trump has proclaimed on Twitter for about 15 years that he's an 18-time club champion, which in itself is just in his own club. Well, so that's the thing. Yeah. So within itself is asinine. There is no such thing as an 18-time club champion. I mean, there's no one on the earth that has won 18 different clubs championships. No, right. there's no one. Not There's not one person. Tiger Woods isn't playing club championships. He's playing on the PGA oh. Tour. <laughs> but like Rory McIlroy is one of the greatest golfers of all time. He's won 20 PGA championships or 20 PGA tournaments. He's not a club champion, though. Like, right. to win a club championship at different clubs is, is just tremendous. Anyways, so Trump... Basically, the, the, the backstory is he owns 18 golf courses. He's the club champion at each one. Right. He plays the first round at the place when it opens against two people that are paid to lose, and then he's the champion. And then they have another championship after that, and he, you know. Can you imagine? So this is but this is all to say that this is very similar to this alternative reality that right. Drake. I mean, Drake's literally playing in his sport court in his, like, side garage of his house right. with a bunch of homies that are yeah. all, like, maybe varsity level basketball players 15 years ago. I mean, the videos are hilarious. It's just, it looks like a pickup game down at the YMCA right. in, in Missoula, which is cool. Like, do you, dude? But like, but he needs oh my, Kobe in game yeah. seven. Come on, man. Yeah, well, I'm the badminton champion of prospect. Hey, so. uh, sports are sports and competition's competition. I mean, uh, you know, we won a city league basketball championship in Bozeman. I was very proud of it because there's a lot of D1 guys that play in that league, whatever. But like, I'm so not you're sitting the there making city ins- league champion. Is I, that what you're saying? But that's but I'm not making videos to compare myself to Kobe. <laughs> I know. Like we kidding. might go to Specs and have beers and like talk smack about it, but we're not sitting here right. making Instagram videos to our millions of followers, being yeah. like on Mamba. Right. <laughs> well, someone who is a very good basketball player, my little buddy Steph Curry. 
tonight. He's, well, I guess uh, as you guys are listening to this, game six will have already played out. So whatever Carolyn is about to say might be antiquated by this it's point. It's not, because it has nothing win. to do with sports. Okay. It has what else is new? <laughs> the chicken doesn't know sports. That's what we do around here. So... Boston is pretty savage. I mean, I don't like think... Like the city of Boston? Just, yeah, fans. Boston fans are pretty savage. Are you new around here? No, I just... <laughs> it's funny to me because it's just kind of... Anyway, so I guess some bar... You know, uh, Aisha Curry has a cookbook. Yeah, that's Steph Curry's wife. Yep. Which, side note, she should really do a curry cookbook. Mm. Of all curry. Mm. Because that... Well, she doesn't know how to make it. Well, I'm sure she could figure that out. Yeah, sure. Anyway... So a bar wrote, Aisha Curry can't cook. And so staff, that, I guess that night, it was like on, you know, like those little sandwich boards outside. I don't know how he got wind of it, but it was all over Twitter. And okay. so then he wrote, he had a t-shirt made. So after game four or five, whatever, he wore a t-shirt that says, Aisha Curry can cook. Wow. Yeah. Weren't he they told like them. Beefing? Didn't they have like a beef or something? Who? Steph and Aisha. I mean, they're married. What do you mean? <laughs> Is that just always happens? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, you guys all make it sound so fun. It's, well, first of all. Marriage and children. It's not, I mean, nothing is perfect. I know mm. I seem perfect, mm. but even I am not perfect. Mm. Just a fun fact. Okay. Um, well, I, I feel like they he, were beefing or something about something once upon a time. But anyways. I don't think so. Okay. They just renewed their vows, which... Is also a bad sign. <laughs> I was gonna say, is it that like telltale? That's always the kiss of death. But it's just like they say when you on the if, if you make social media posts on your anniversary about your significant other, the longer it is, the worse it's going. Or if you do a post like, "There's my honey mowing the lawn, just help," me. <laughs> like all of those drive me crazy because yeah. it's like you don't, we don't need the that. My, my brother. If he's getting congratulations for this, probably it's because he's trying to make up for something else, right? Right, or he doesn't. He never does that and like oh you're actually mowing the lawn you're you actually did dishes congrats for just contributing to this family yeah you don't need we don't need a facebook post about it oh we don't need a facebook post about anything well that's a different story this is true for a different day anyway i just like that he sticks up for his woman yep you know he always does and he seems like a good guy i hope he is he is um so speaking of that his parents are getting divorced and both dating new people Right. And those people used, used to, to be, be married. married. Yes. So here's what I want to know. Did they know each other? Were they couples mm. friends before? Was this a swinger situation? Oh, my gosh. You didn't think about that? Uh, I didn't think about that one, no. Really? No. Mm, no. Um, was this a coincidence? Man, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I never knew anything but much about Steph Curry's mother, Del Curry, obviously, an NBA player, played in the NBA for a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's about all I know about that. Okay. Well, I want you to think about it and come back with a full report. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got my answer. I don't care. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> it is interesting that they are, uh, I don't even know how to say it, dating each other's exes. It's called, it's what we call a wife swap. Is it out of spite? That's what I want to know. Oh, we'll see. Maybe. Well, that's what happened with. Um, Did they just naturally find each other, or was one like, of them like, "I'm gonna go get that other one's"? Were they ex. both on Silver Singles <laughs> or Tinder Senior? I just have a hard time believing people that rich are gonna be on those sites, but maybe Raya. I don't know what that that's is. the rich person dating app. Oh my god! Get gosh. with the program. I I'm the dating app thing is never going to be my thing. It's just uh, it's me neither because I'm married. <laughs> well, thank the Lord. I that plan you to did. stay married. Uh, I'm glad. Be glad you did before any of this stuff came. I out. know. Oh my gosh, I was with my friends who were on some of the apps, and we were looking through them. And my husband was like, "Well, you've just secured your spot as wife because." The, it's an interesting world out there. The women look a lot more presentable than the men, I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, and why are the guys always holding a fish? It's the most pathetic thing in the world. I think it has, like... so. First of all, so few women care about that. Exactly. And, like, yeah, it's like if you were trying to appeal to your other fishing bros, okay, maybe, but, like, that's not the audience no. here, dude. I think it has something... I'm just going to say it. It has something phallic to do with... <laughs> oh, my with, gosh. I'm serious. I knew you were going to say that. This is like a... Um, yeah, I can't say it on the air, but you know what I'm saying. I think... Overcompensation. Over yes. It's big like the trucks, big trucks. Big fish, big guns. Yes. Yeah. All that. So, guys, listen, I'm going to give you a tip. 
If you're on a dating app, <laughs> take the fish down. Just put your zodiac sign up there or something. No, that's what the girl. That's what all the crazy women on there want. Yeah, I think. Do you want a crazy woman? Well, I mean, isn't it like a high chance, anyways, if you're trolling on Tinder? Not, no. I mean, I know <laughs> lots of lovely ladies who are on the apps that are not crazy. <sighs> Here's what you guys: you get a nice picture of yourself. Do not post a picture of you and your kid. Oh. Sorry, God, I'm blowing up. Um, do not just pictures of you. No pictures of you and your friends. Because then it gets confusing. Which guy is it? Mm, see, that's the best trick. No, it is not. Why? Is, okay, so first of all... You don't want to trick them. See, we could go... Okay, but this is the thing. Oh, my gosh. You're going to get me to go off on this. But go off. If you sit there and you pick people based on their number one thing you're picking them for is a picture of them, you are going to fail. Oh, my gosh. Because there is I know, so many ways... Like, How else There's do, never been you, a good picture of me taken in the history of the world, and I've never had an ugly girlfriend. When you see a person across the bar, and you're like, oh, I want to meet them, why do you... Why? Because of how they look. So mm, let's, no, because I, I sit there and look at how they talk, laugh, walk, smell, all that stuff, instantly. I mean, I wish you could see my face, The people. art of attraction is so much more than what a picture could be. I understand that, but... I have never taken a good picture in my life. I've also never dated anything but fine women. So... I... A, don't believe that you haven't taken a good picture. <laughs> well, it's, it's the it's about 97th on my list of things I could do to get a girl. I am... But if you're on these sites, it's your first impression. Which is so silly. Oh, my gosh. They should have, like, a voice thing on there so you could, like, talk. I, they, I have heard they are adding that, but... Because then I could just talk instead of having pictures of myself. It's not that I'm doing this. I, this is never going to happen in my life ever again, so... I am just saying, can you just let me give the tips? Sure. Because you're... Not normal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean that with Number the, in the one nicest life way. goal is to not be normal. You take a nice picture of yourself. <laughs> you clean. No shirtless pics, please. I don't yeah, know. because because there's a 99 percent chance that your shirtless pic, bro, you look worse than that because you took that pic seven years ago exactly. and you got fat since exactly. then. And now you're lying to everybody. Just you don't. We don't need that. So that's my other biggest deal with this is that people just lie. Like they just. They pick four pictures that are the best pictures of themselves from the last 10 years. Right. And then it they needs don't to look be recent. Like you need to have a recent picture. You don't want to do a bait and switch situation. That's you the other thing, have- though. This is why I hate social media is 99% of people. Actually, I'll give you a great compliment. You're one of the only people I know that posts pictures of yourself that looks like the best version of yourself. Most yeah. people, what they think is the best version of themselves is incorrect. Oh, like they think they think that's how I look like the best, and filters. it's wrong. Yeah, or even without the filters, they'll right. like they'll have like their made for Tinder smile, oh. and it's the wrong smile. Like they mm-hmm. look way better in natural situations, and they pick the wrong way to market themselves. Well, I look good all the time, so it's just kind of it's a cross well, I have like, to bear. Um, you know, you're a multifaceted celebrity. <laughs> what are you you're on do? an award-winning you know? radio show. You're on an award-winning TV show. I know. You're perpetuating the ruination of Montana by participating in Kevin Costner's Playland. Wow. Wow. This went dark fast. I know. All right. This is the longest segment we've ever done. Okay. Let me me wrap it up with this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my tips, too. You guys can, can take that out if you need to. So, do you remember the Super Bowl halftime show this year um you'll have to remind me they all blur together Are you? oh yes of course i do <laughs> dr dre and snoop Dogg. the best super bowl show I, I, uh, every time i think this is how much ptsd i have from it every time i hear super bowl halftime show my first thought that flashes is adam levine without a shirt Ooh, on well speaking of tinder and shirtless if you were adam levine do pose with their shirt off no <laughs> don't no one wants to see any of it do, just post nice pictures of yourself in a nice polo or a collared shirt maybe sitting down with a glass of whiskey or so something. like when your boys are in their early 20s and they're not in a serious relationship are you gonna like help them curate their tinders Ooh, I don't think so. No, the world's going to be over by then anyways. Okay, oh, anyways. Uh, so really what are dark. we talking about? Okay. We're talking about Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. So best Super Bowl halftime show ever, okay? Okay. We had Dre. We had yep. Snoop. We had Eminem. We had 50 Cent. We had Mary J. Blige. I mean, you couldn't go wrong. People talked about it for weeks after. It was epic. Yep. Do you know who the game is? Of course I do. Okay, well he's One mad. My favorite. He wasn't in the, ever. He's mad he wasn't in the Super Bowl halftime show. <sighs> he thinks Dr. Dre should have called him. And I just want to say to the game, you're wrong. Well, the game's first 3 albums were as hard as any albums ever. 
I think that the game's biggest issue was all the guys from NWA and Death Row Records made it by telling the stories of the streets. And then they outgrew that because they became wildly rich and famous. And mm-hmm. so they couldn't be talking about the ghetto of Compton anymore because they didn't live there anymore. Right. Well, the game was Dr. Dre's like last shot at the hard telling of the streets because he produced his first three albums. And it was like the 2000s version of those mm-hmm. stories from the streets. But then basically that whole group had to grow apart because I think then Dr. Dre realized, holy cow, I'm a billionaire and I'm in my 50s. And I, the game never stopped living it. And that's the issue is like you can't roll around with that homie anymore because that dude's still making trouble. So you got to. Well, the game, his name is stupid, first of all. Okay. Second of all, that halftime show was specifically for me and my generation. Well, totally. You would have loved it, though, if the game was there, only because if he was there, he would have been a part of two songs that had to do with Dr. Dre and 50 Cent. and You would have loved it. I, I disagree. But I don't know what songs you're talking you about. You do. Like, This Is How We Do is a banger, and you would have been dancing and loving it. I don't know. You I, probably thought it was a Dr. Dre song the whole time. You didn't realize did. it was the game. All right, well, I'll Google it. But That's going to be your intro song for this segment today. Thank you for curating the soundtrack of you're New welcome. Now. You used curate twice, so drink yeah, if he yeah. says it again, yep. especially if you're at Red's. Um, <laughs> no, I just think that particular halftime show was created for Gen X and elder millennials, and the game did not need to be. It was perfection. They're, they could not have done anything better with that, except make it longer. Okay. Do you know the game's like 6'9"? Okay. Played basketball at Washington State. His name's still stupid. His real name's Jason Taylor. He was a Washington He doesn't State sound like a player. kid from the streets. Well, he only lasted for one year at, oh. at uh, Washington State. Okay, well. You gotta listen to the documentary. It's all about his brother getting killed and how it changed his life. All right. I mean, I'm sure he's a lovely person. His name is stupid. I don't know if he is a lovely person. He's definitely a great music artist, though. Okay. Well, he didn't belong with those icons is all I'm going to say. All right. All right. That's all I have to say about that. Chicken Doesn't All Sports presented by the AC Hotel. Should the game have been in the Super Bowl halftime show? Text us. Any and all feedback. Welcome. 888-1029-888-1029. Who gives the best answer? We got a pair of vouchers to the AC Hotel, a couple craft cocktails downtown. Triple eight one zero two nine. Thanks to the AC Hotel for probably presenting the chick who doesn't know sports. Thanks, Carolyn. Thank you. Wow. How entertaining is that young lady? So much fun having Carolyn contribute like she does each and every week. You can check out the chick who doesn't know sports each Friday, probably presented by Buff City Soap and the AC Hotel. The Montana-Wyoming All-Star Classic in Sheridan, Wyoming is underway on the girls' side. Havers, Sadie Phileas, and Roy Winterfreds, Madeline Hegum, each have a couple buckets, and Montana leads 7-1 to one right out the gates. Uh, so the Montana All-Stars on the girls' side looking to continue their dominance. We'll finish up the week and give you a little look at what's coming up next week as well. Keep it right here. It's new on us now. ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. New on is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television or the new ESPN Montana app. We are not in studio, but we are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. We're up here at Gray Wolf Peak Casino. The Lassau Sports Bar is now open. This is very interesting. I was just sending this bio along to my board members and selection committee at the Montana Football Hall of Fame. And uh, the Lasso Bar is named after Nick Lasso, who is a legend of the Sailors and Kootenai Tribes. Here's what the bio that they sent me says. One of the earliest and most colorful football characters, though largely forgotten, marked the association between the NFL and the Confederate Salish and Kootenai Tribe. Tribal member Nick Lassa played guard in the NFL in 1922 and 1923 with the Orang Indians, an all-Native American team based in LaRue, Ohio. 
Nick was called by his teammates' longtime sleep due to his teammates' difficulty in getting him up in the morning. How funny is that? Lassa was born on July 11th, 1898 on the Flathead Indian Reservation, right where we sit today. He was a member of the Pondere tribe, one of three main tribes that comprise the SC or the CSKT, excuse me, at the age of 14. Nick attended Carlisle Indian School in Pennsylvania and went on to attend college at Haskell Indian Institute in Kansas. After Haskell, he was asked to play professionally in the newly formed NFL with a team formed by world-famous Native American and Olympian Jim Thorpe. Nick was a large man and was quite the character, bringing with him from the reservation a pet coyote. This is is so awesome. On several occasions, Nick entertained spectators by by wrestling a bear at halftime, these early NFL games would draw over 5,000 fans, each paying $1.75 a game. Unfortunately, after two years, the Orang Indians folded. Nick stayed in the Ohio area, earning money as a professional wrestler and a circus strongman. In the early 1930s, Nick returned to the reservation and became a tribal leader, serving on the tribal council of the CSKT. Old tribal council minutes indicate that Nick, who is fluent in the Salish language, would often translate for visitors to the tribal council meetings, many elders today can recall how Nick dancing at the powwows would playfully scare them due to his large size. Nick Lasso passed away in 1964. I am going to absolutely make you a guarantee on this show. I'm going to get that guy to the Montana Football Hall of Fame. He has to be. What an awesome bio. So fun, so cool, and uh, so awesome to be up here at the Gray Wolf Peak Casino. If you missed anything in today's show, a really fun show. We gave you some of our best sports moments from the athletic calendar year that just ended, the 21-22 athletic year. We also heard from Tyson Rostad, Hamilton High School, headed to the Montana Grizzlies. He'll be one of two quarterbacks for the West squad in tomorrow night's East-West Shrine game in Great Falls. All-Star football uh, coming at you. Also talk some NBA Finals, some U.S. Open, and one of the greatest Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports segments we've ever had on this show. You can find all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, available on all of your podcast hosting platforms. Proudly presented by The Advocates as well as Sports Bet Montana. We'll be back at it at 4 p.m. on Monday. We'll have a little Montana sports hour for you, plus a whole bunch of other fun stuff. In the meantime, enjoy the sun, enjoy the heat, and have yourself a phenomenal weekend. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, The Advocates, they will provide help for you No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.